God. Let's do our confession. I decree and God agrees. I am a soul winner. I am a contagious Christian. I positively influence and encourage everyone around me. I am a disciple maker. God's Tabernacle Christian Family Church influences Sadek. God's Tabernacle Christian Family Church fulfills a calling for this season. God's Tabernacle Christian Family Church has all the resources to meet the community's needs. We receive God's favor and man's favor. We have compassion and care for the needy. Constant prayer is our lifestyle. We bear much fruit. We are givers. We heartily worship God with our possessions. Christ's redemptive purpose is accomplished in Sadek. We see a thousand churches established in our lifetime. Sadek, the Lord God is your God. You belong to God. I say, believe and ready in Jesus' name. Amen. Father, we thank you that even as we study your word tonight, you minister to us by your spirit. We thank you for grace upon our lives. We thank you for goodness and mercy. We thank you for favor, God. We thank you, Father, for your grace that is there. In Jesus' name. Lord, I make it known to your children that I'm not trusting on my own human intellect, but I'm depending upon you, Spirit of God, to speak forth the word with power and with anointing. And Lord, I promise to give you all the praise, the glory, and the honor for all that you will do and accomplish through your word in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Turn to somebody as you sit down, tell them, I am the highly favored of the Lord. Didn't you enjoy this morning's message? It was great, eh? You know, about, uh, you know, Victoria's success, that it is brought by being favored. You know, that when God favors you, I mean, he just opens the door. And so when we confess and say, you know, I am the highly favored, <laughs> believe in it, yeah, that you are the highly favored of the Lord. Declare it with your mouth in faith, you know, that I am. You should actually look forward to it, you know, to confess, I am the highly favored of the Lord. You know, uh, number six, you know, God says to uh, Moses, this is how you will bless the people of Israel. You know, may your name, may, what does it say? Uh, may the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. you know. And oh, eh? yeah. may, may the Lord make his face shine upon you. You know, what's that? That's favor. Yeah. God make his face shine upon you. May he give you peace. 
gracious to you. You know, so his countenance is his face. You know, lift up his countenance upon you, make his face shine upon you, and give you peace. You know, and so uh, that that's favor. You know that the Lord is giving you favor. You know, when he gives you favor, you, you, you just see God working out things by his spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah, it's so wonderful, really, to experience the favor of God upon our lives. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Now, today, tonight, we are continuing uh, with our message on uh, the word works. So this is part two. That the word, the word of God works. Amen? Amen. You know, the word works all the time. So I want us to turn to John chapter 4. And we'll start reading from verse 46. So Jesus came again to Cana in Galilee, where he had made the water wine. And at Capernaum, there was an official whose son was ill. Okay, always picture this in your head, that there is the south, there is the middle, and there is the north, there is the middle, and there is the south. Right? It will always help you. So Nazareth, where Jesus grew up, it's in the north, right? Then you go south a little bit, come somewhere in the middle, then you found you find the lake. Uh, you know the uh, the lake of Gennesaret. You know the Galilee, yeah, and it's the same lake. You know that lake. So around that lake, there are different places. But Jesus, you know, they are like Martha. They are Gennesaret. And there is, uh, you know, uh, different, different, different places. Yeah, but. The main place where it was more like bigger place around that lake, it's Capernaum. Yeah. And that's where Jesus, most of the stories that we read about Jesus, they are around Capernaum. Yeah. That's the area where Jesus' ministry was uh, many a times. And so... Uh, now and then, who now goes south to Jerusalem. Yeah. So, uh, Nazareth, next to Nazareth, there is a Cana, yeah. the place where Jesus uh, turned water into wine. So, now, between Nazareth and Cana, the, the distance, now it's more like one place. You don't know if now, when have you moved, you know, from Nazareth, 
now into Kana, it's like, you know, on the same street when you're towing by bus, you know, it, it's, it's all built up. Yeah. But it is just next to Nazareth, so Kana. And, and now, but now from there to go towards uh, the lake, it's quite a distance. Today it's easy, a few hours time you are, you are there because you are driving, you know. But during those days, they were walking. Are you with me? So it was quite a, a distance. And it was like halfway to Jerusalem, you know, if you are from Nazareth, from uh, the south, I mean the north. And so... Now Jesus comes again to this place, Cana, where he had turned water into wine. And the Bible says here, I mean, look at it. It says in verse 46, at Capernaum, so that is now in the middle, eh, around the lake. At Capernaum, there was an official whose son was ill. So here it's an official. The official son was sick. So uh, who was sick? The official son. Everybody say son. Okay. Because we'll be reading another story after we finish this one about the servant. You know, so I want you to see that these are two different stories or happenings. Yeah. So here, and then the, uh, uh, the, the official was based in Capernaum. Yeah. And so he traveled, he traveled, verse 47, when this man heard that Jesus had come from Judea to Galilee, so this man, he wanted Jesus. Jesus was not there. He was told, no, Jesus has gone to Judea. So what do we find in Judea? We find Jerusalem. You know, in Jerusalem there is, a, a, you know, the temple there. So Jesus has gone to south. You know, it's more like... A, you are in Bila Bila, right? Yeah, and then you're looking for Jesus. Jesus is staying in Polokwane. You know. And then you're looking for Jesus, and you are told, no, Jesus has traveled, has gone to Jobek. Right? So you wait. Then, after a few days' time, you get a wait. And, no, Jesus is back. And so now you leave Bila Bila to come to Polokwane because Jesus has come back from Johannesburg. Is it making sense? Now, uh, so he then went to him and asked him to come down. So now it's like this man is based in Bila Bila. He comes to Polokwane. And then he says, can you please come down to Bila Bila to do what? 
to heal my son for he was at the point of death. So, let's continue reading. So Jesus said to him, unless you see signs and wonders, you will not believe. The official said to him, Sir, come down before my child dies. So, you could see here that the son was right at the point of death. And so, Jesus said to him, Jesus did what? Said to him, Jesus spoke. You know, he said to him, Go, your son will live. So, what did Jesus give him? The word. Go, your son will live. You know, the word is so powerful. You know, like somebody said that the word in your mouth, the word of God from your mouth, it's as powerful as the word of God from God's mouth. Why? Because it is the word. You know, irrespective of where it's coming from or where, where it's coming through, you know, how it's coming through. It is the way. The power is within the way. You know. So Jesus gave this official a weight. Go and your son will live. They were expecting a son to die. But Jesus says your son will live. You know. Your son will leave. Is that all that Jesus said? That's all that Jesus said. Your son will leave. Yeah, that that was powerful. Yeah, you look at it. Your son. Now in English, go, it's one, your two, son, three, will, four, Leave five. Five words in English. You know, go, your son will leave. Yeah. And so, when you're thinking, can five words really have much impact? I haven't checked how many words in uh, because it was uh, written in Greek. And so So it's actually four, four, four words in, in Greek. Onios, onios, oso. No, onios, su, so. That's what it says in Greek. Yeah. It's four, four words. 
inside. So we'll leave it one week. You know, it's it's a word, but the way it's constructed, it's in future tense. Yeah. And so so come to think about it, the man is going back with four words. Your son will leave. Just for four words, you know. Your son will leave. You know. And let's continue reading. The man did what? Believed the word that Jesus spoke to him and went on his way. Yeah. So here is the man. He believed the way that Jesus spoke to him. You know, the we activate the power of the way by believing what the word says. The word can be powerful, but if you don't believe it, you are you won't activate that weight. You know? So we activate the power of the weight by believing the weight. You know, by believing the weight. And so the man believed the weight and he went on his way. It was a long journey. You know? He traveled. We don't know what time was it when uh, he spoke to Jesus, but he traveled the rest of that day, and he traveled also the whole night. And the following day, you know, he uh, he did 24 hours still on the way, you know, and then passed 24 hours. Yeah. And the following day, he gets to the place. Now, let me say, maybe in the evening you meet the man somewhere along the way. And he say, oh, official, where are you from? No, I'm from Ghana. Uh, what's happening? No, I had gone to see Jesus. To do what? No, to come and heal my son. My son, when I left, my son was at the point of death. My son was sick at the point of death. And so you ask him, so official, so where is Jesus? Is he following or has he gone before you? Or what's happening? No, he remained behind. Eh? And you're going back. You're not having him with you to go to your son. No, I'm not having him with me. Ah, so you want your son to die, eh? Yeah. Maybe he's dead as we speak. We don't know. See, there were no cell phones at that time. We couldn't SMS or do a, nothing. Yeah. And, uh, and so maybe you say to the official, so, or perhaps Jesus gave you something. He gave you his walking stick that when you get there, you put it on the... No, nothing. He didn't give you anything. 
you know, oile nyana, metzi nyana, you know, mutlamo nyana. Eh? Didn't Jesus give you any of those? No, nothing. Eh? So, so why are you going home? No, I'm going home because Jesus said my son will leave. Oh. So you're literally telling me that you only have the word, his word. Yeah, that's all that I have. You, know, you have the word that your son will live. That's all that I have. You see, the Bible says the man believed the word. So the evidence that the man believed the word is when he left to go home. He carried that weight. He believed that weight. Yeah. And so when we believe God, we will do what the word says. We will act as if the word is true. And yes, the word is true. Yeah. And so what Jesus says in his word, we will just act on it. Yeah. As long as this is what the word says, it's written in black and white. This is what the word says. We take the word, we act on the word. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, so we act on the word. You know, that this is what the word says. This is what is going to happen. This is what God says. This is what Jesus said. You know, in his in his way. So we act on it. So the man showed his faith by his actions. Can you say this with me? I will show my faith, show my faith by, my by my action. So how will I know that you believe? By your action. You see, if you are fearful. You're speaking doubt and unbelief. You can't tell me that you're in faith. You are not in faith. So if you are in faith, the only thing that will come out of your mouth is that it's what the word says. Then you are in faith. But if you say, Haritlavon, we will see how things turn out. Then you are not in faith. Or if you say, I am hoping for the way it works, you are not in faith. If you are saying, we need to fast more, you know, so that it can work, you are not in faith. There is nothing that you can do to make the way to work except to believe what the word says. Or you should put that in your status, you know. There is nothing that you can do to make the word works except to believe the way. Can you say that with me? Personalize it. There is nothing that I can make, that I can do to make the word works. Work, work, eh? To make the word work, 
except to believe the way. Let's say it one more time. There is nothing I can do to make the word work except to believe the way. So, I can't be saying, yeah, you know, the word says, then I need to have a 24-hour prayer, chain prayer, so that this word will work. Yeah. Then you are not in faith. We are not fasting to make the word work. And we are not praying to make the word work. So if our fasting is based on let the weight work, then uh, it, it's, it's, it's a wrong, uh, you know, it, it, it's an incorrect perception of what we're having about the way. What is the purpose of fasting? Basically, it's to humble ourselves and to wait on God. Like every month we are fasting. We should not fast that, uh, you know, to make things happen. We are fasting, you know, to wait on God. Yeah. We're coming before God. We're waiting on Him. Yeah. We are sacrificing our time, a time of fasting. You know, we're humbling ourselves. We are pressing down the desires of the body. You know, so that our spirit can be more sensitive to God. You see, that's why when you fast and you don't pray, it's a wasteful time. You have wasted. You should have ate it. You know, Maguena Lady Ing. It would have been better. Yeah. Are you with me? Because that has, ne has never benefited you at all. So, when you fast, you, the reason for fasting is like taking the time, the time, the time, okay, you know, the time, actual eating, the time, all of that, okay, five hours already. So all of that, you are putting it aside so that you can spend time with God. Are you with me? So, but now, the devil is wiser than some people. He will take Nagoya, you know, you know, that five hours he will give you you know you know and I know how no of the north Go Savannah, you go again, you know, drive to Savannah, you know, go Savannah, maybe I'll let me take him, but 
you become offended. All at that time. Yeah. It's a Black Friday. Yeah, I care about fasting this month. Care Black Friday. Yeah, I'm just warning you. I'm just preparing you. Care Black Friday. This time our fasting it's on Black Friday. Yeah. So what do I go Savannah and when you get to Savannah, bare ah ukwile go gay me kwa bare ding. The kokuri chipil. Yeah, twenty-four k one fifty. You go there, like, it's a line. Q, you know, a long queue, and you're waiting. Do you think that you're praying at that time? But you're fasting, eh? Okwate it's a line. Mudimayo, it's not close by. Fasting. So 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 the thing is you're abstaining from food, but that time that you should you should you could have spent before God, you are wasting it. So you're fasting. Is valueless. You understand? So, so, uh, fine. At the end of the day, you're just remaining with the word fasting. But the actual fasting is valueless, meaningless, because you never spend time with God. And so, uh, how did we come into that? Learning about fasting. Yeah, we, we don't fast to make the word work, you know. We, we don't fast, you know, to, you know, the purpose of fasting is to wait on God, you know, spend time in the presence of God. Yeah. And so, yeah, like I've told you on uh, Fridays, you know, we spend most of the mornings in prayer. So also when we arrange people to work, they don't come. We on Friday we say, you know, also, you know, Mama Tolu is helping us go high. Friday is not, it's not it. That is that is deliberate. I'm trying to connect with God. And then Kibutsuwa kama fiel. Where is the broom? Do you think after coming back from I, I have to start all over again? I wind it. I start all over again now. You know. In the spirit. You know, and then every kid now I'm cold. I'm starting from. You understand? So, 
Uh, so it is such tactics of the devil that we need to be always aware of. Yeah. And so when we fast, you know, spend time. In the morning, like if you're waking, before you go, spend some time, maybe an hour or two before God. You're praying, right? Then you go to work. During our tea time, when is the time to see God? I care you're not eating. You know, it's a time to see God. And you pray, you know. During lunchtime, you know, you, you, you separate. It's kind of lunchtime, eh? It's during your fasting. When you're wasting your fasting, your fasting. You are just wasting it. Yeah. And then, God, the only time it's how to take a prayer meeting, you know, for that one and a half hour or how long I pray, you know, one hour, you know, it's as good as in give us a fast. Because you have wasted it. Yeah. And so, church, when we fast, we, we should create time. Make sure that we have time for prayer. Waiting on God. Make time to share the way, to receive the way. That is important. Yeah. And so, uh, now that is why, you know, when you have it that way, your fasting is, is fruitful. You know, it's very fruitful. And so, uh, and so there is nothing that we can do to make the word works except to believe the word. So how do we unleash the power of the word? It's by believing it. And so the man believed the word. You know, when he went down and God said, Jesus said that your son will live. The man believed the word. Believe that God, this is what you say. You know, God, this is what you say. And so he believed the word that Jesus spoke to him and went on his way. Now, as he was going down, eh, he still, he's not there yet. And as he was going down, his servants met him and told him that his son was recovering. So he asked them the hour when he began. So meaning to get better, began to get better. Meaning it was not an instant thing, but it happened. There is somewhere where there was a shifting, was a change. They realize that now he's no longer deteriorating. Now he is improving, you know. And so at times, you know, when we, when, when we believe God, you know, the way it works, it might not be an instant thing, you know, but there is a moment whereby we begin to see a shifting. You know, a shifting things happening. This morning as we were talking about favor and success, you know, I talked about a graph. You know, at times there is a graph, it has, you know, up and down, right? You know, like maybe if you are 
watching the stock market or maybe they, you've got shares, you look at how it's happening. It's up and down. Eh? But over time, let's say January, it was on this point. So to, you, you, you don't mind the ups and the downs. You know, but you look at the last point, you join a straight line between the two points. And to make sure whether are you really winning or losing, how is the straight line? Is it pointing down or is it pointing up? That's the difference. So also, when you believe the weight, don't mind the up and down. You know, just mind the straight line. In your mind, you just know that the straight line is pointing up. Yeah. So whether uh, the following day, or what, you, it does not change your confession. It should never change your way. You just believe, you know, that it's just the graph that might be down, but at the end of the day, the straight line is pointing upwards, you know, to perfect health. Are you with me? And so, the, the man, the Bible says, he asked them, you know, he said to them, you know, he asked them the hour when he began to get better. And they said to him, yesterday at the seventh hour, the fever left him. Yeah. So there was a twist, a changing, a change that happened. When? Yesterday. So Menehore is the following day. And so look at the following uh, verse. The father knew that was the hour when Jesus said to him, your son will live. He himself believed and all his household. They followed. He believed. They followed. They realized, you know, this is the truth. And so what I want you to see is that he believed the word and left. And he carried that word. Uh, my son will leave. That's what Jesus said. My son will leave. And so along the way, I want you to see there was no WhatsApp, there was no phone call, there was no SMS to update. You know, there were no status to check, you know, statuses, you know, to check, you know, how is the son is. There was nothing of those things. There was no Facebook for, or a, you know, a what's happening, nothing. He was just in the dark. So that is, you know, I want you to imagine that. Now, that's why earlier on I told you, you know, to put you into the picture. Where was he coming from? Where he was coming from? Where, where he was going? You know, look, he overnight, eh? the following day, you know, he traveled the rest of the day. He traveled the whole night. You know, now it was the following day. The part of that morning, he traveled that time. And then during that time, he was going up the mountain, coming down. Maybe at one time, was tired, he sat down. 
you know and but all that time what evidence did he have that the son will live it was just the word there was no physical evidence that something has happened all that he had was the way let me tell you and this is where people are getting it wrong had the father maybe at night and said no man let me come to my senses what do i have i don't have anything you know what evidence is there that my son will live i don't have it what if it's not working ah maybe it's not working you know had he done that the fever that had left the son when jesus spoke at that if at that night that fever would have come back and this is how the devil brings back you know situations unto people by sowing doubts words of doubts and unbelief in the mouth in our minds and the moment we say oh but hey that pain i thought to recibate you know hagidi raso ile guta mo hore go go so the moment you do that let me tell you the moment you do that you have taken the weight and thrown it away yeah so what happens now the situation it's coming back yeah. and then you find out yeah that grow now becomes a reality yeah. and so but now you know, I, you know i like the idea that he travel overnight and and what should be a picture to you is that even in your darkest hour it might not be a literal night but even in your darkest hour be like this man who held on to the way that Jesus spoke and never mind the situation you hold on to that way Jesus said that my son will live that's it that's it my son will live yeah. you're holding on to it you're not seeing it literally with your eyes you, you know you're not seeing anything you know as evidence that yeah your son you're not you're just in the dark but you're holding on to the weight my son will leave you walk in that weight yeah. and so the son got healed the fever left him when jesus spoke but the son was able to remain here because the father held on to the weight 
held on to the way. Amen? So at night, it will be the grouse up and down. You just hold on to the way. Let me close by this. We will continue next Sunday. Uh, when we when we left, uh, or rather when we agreed, Pastor Luis and I and Apostle Theo, when we agreed that now we are to come and Pastor Luis and now come and start the church here in Polokwane. Peter's back by then. Yeah, we, we believed, we concluded, and uh, so it was on a Friday, we had gone to Prophet Mche's house. They were our leaders in Koslova, so we had gone there to, uh, you know, for a prayer meeting, to lead a prayer meeting, and so we had a wonderful prayer meeting, and after the prayer meeting, we drove home. We were staying at Sprite View. I stopped in front of the gate, opened the gate. Yeah. And as I drove in, there were guys coming. I thought, oh, maybe it's our youth from Katlehong. You know, maybe they are coming to see some. So as I parked my car, they came in into the yard and they took out. Uh, AK-47, you know, and then uh, as I came out of the car, pushed me and said, get inside, get back into the car, you know, and they pointed me with AK-47, Pastor Luisa, uh, it's, it's holding refugees on the passenger seat, you know, her bags and everything are in the back. So they pointed the AK-47 here. I had switched off the car. So I start off, you know, start the car. You know, start uh, uh, the car. And then from there, he said, get out. Get out. The other one is that side with a knife, you know, uh, opening the door where Pastor Luisa was. And then, so I said, get out. I said, okay, before you drive off, you know, refugee to his bag and, Everything where the back seat. I said, "Can I please take my baby's, you know, stuff?" And uh, I didn't say please, you know, but I said, "Can I take?" Yeah. And so, yeah, they grabbed everything at the back and threw it out. Yeah. And so they drove off. And now, I could have blamed God, Modimo. And we have made arrangements that are, we are going, we are leaving our family, we are leaving everything, we're going to Petersburg at that time. God, why didn't you protect us? Why did they steal our car? You know, and all of that. You see, uh, the devil would bring things, challenges to us to try to discourage us and to make sure that we lose the way. But it is so much important to hold on to the word of God. 
That is important. You know, we believe that God had called us, you know, and that we are going. We are not going to be discouraged in any way. Uh, so that was what November, October, around there. So uh, the car was never recovered. Actually, you know, some people came and uh, a few days after that happened on. On Friday, and then on Saturday, you know, somebody came and said, "We saw your car, you know, in Katleho. and so we got into. Uh, I had a buggy, you know, and so we got into my buggy and drove, you know, we went there, and then uh, this person spoke to, you know, the soldiers with the hippo escorted us to go. And we passed, we said, first first of all, we want to see if this is my car. Now, I knew that in front, there is a little dent, you know, and then, so as I passed, I looked, and I saw, there is the dent. This is my car. Yeah. I think we were on my uh, bike at that time, so we went to go there, get the police, something like that. I can't remember the situation. And so it has changed. It has changed at that time. It, were, it had tinted windows. The windows are no longer tinted. <laughs> A different number plate. But it was my car. I knew. And so you know, by the time we went you know, with the police and everybody, the car was gone. You know, so we were late. And so uh, anyway, we never, we never got the car. So January, now it's January. We are supposed to come here, you know. And then the insurance had paid out at that time, cleared, you know, uh, the debt and everything. And so Pastor Nguda told me, I mean, God take took me to the West Bank auction, you know, uh, place. Yeah, so we went, and then I looked at, you know, different cars. So I identified Mazda 626. That's what tomorrow I'm going to bid for this car. The following day, I went, you know, and I bid, successfully bid for that car, good price, you know, Mazda. And so now, because I didn't have finances, I'm still going to apply for finances. So I told them that, you know, uh, because they asked me, which car will you? So I gave the details of Mazda 626 and, and everything. So, so the following day now, you know, I went back, and then I arranged the final papers, uh, you know, of the car. And so when I went back to the place, the car is gone. The car that I love, the car that I beat, it's gone. And so, you know, I could have said, God, you know, I could have 
I, I could have been discouraged. Yeah. And so I said to the guy, I said that, eh, you know, where's my car? the car, somehow they gave it to somebody, you know, uh, because I, I bid on the, uh, uh, it was a good price, I think about 20, 21, 22,000, somewhere there, yeah, or 24, can't remember, but it was early 20s, and so, uh, and, and when I did that, so they got, probably somebody came with maybe 2,000 more something, and you know they gave him their car. So now, uh, I said to him, I said, no, I successfully bid for this car. You know, so he said, okay, fine, man, I'm sorry, and you know, so I said, you know, he said to me, okay, go and look for you know, other cars. He showed me about two or three cars. And he showed me this three to three, 200 year, red in color, you know, one year old, 19,000 uh, on that law, beautiful. The car that they hijacked was 160E. Now this one, it's a two liter, 200E. And then, uh, so, I went back and said, I will take this car. He said, yeah, but you need to add up. I said, I'm not adding anything. Yeah, I said, it's either you give me back the car that I bid for, or you give me this car. Choice is yours. And then I'm not adding anything. I said, okay, let me go in uh, uh, and speak to my manager. So he went and came back, and then he said, okay, it's fine, you can take this car. And then I got that car. Look at that car was of more value than the car that I bid for. It was newer than a car that I bid for. It was better, even for the car that they stole, that they hijacked. So we bought it. So when we came here in 94, that's the car. As a car, Pastor Luisa got her driver's license. You know. yeah. yeah. You know. She drove from Haute. I was following that bike, loaded. You know. And that car, it was just her seat and a little infancy. You know. Uh, I think, but the car was full, so two cars, we were just following, that's not license, you know, a driver. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and so that's how we came to Polokwane, and so, uh, yeah, how she got a license, it's another story. Yeah, what's the testing ground, Side packing, yeah. two scrap cars, you know. When I say it's all Rusa, it's all Mautuana, you know, yeah, side packing and so forth. And she, 
uh, the first time, she couldn't, you know, get it right about whatever. Next, Omoazena. So Omoazena, you know, Kiyako, that traffic, Kopa, Kiyako. I guess what's a little spade, I guess. But I spoke, I said, can I ask that the lady, you know, get another chance to come in? Hey, that saved the day. And he said, fine, her owner Azota said. So I went to her. I said, half it's out, but then I win. And so she got in, right? And Azomo, yeah. I'm not sure if even you went in. You did go around, somewhere around the block or something. Yeah. But she got her license. And anyway, so we, we had that car for about a year, and we sold it. Yeah. We bought it for about 20-something, as I bid, I bid for about 24-something, at most 24,000. And we sold it to a garage uh, here in Polokwane for 34000 something. It's a year later. We are selling it, got 10000 more than what we bought for. And a few days later, that car was on the floor for 44000 something. I got, hey. I should have maybe sold it private <laughs> and gained about at least 20,000. But anyway, so I'm, uh, uh, that is to show you the blessing of the Lord. That, you know, when the devil throws something bad, don't sit at that and start to cry. You know, oh, me, what happened? Why did they hijack my car? Why did they sell the car that I that are good for. Don't sit at that and cry. Hold on to the word of God. At the end, the graph, it's pointing up one. Yeah. So also in this, you know, the issue, the graph was pointing up one. Yeah. Where they hijacked the car, you know, they sold the car. You know, there were those dull moments, down moments. You know, but we never settled on the down moment. We held on to the word of God. And so, even in your darkest hour, hold on. Just like this man held on to the way. You need to hold on to the word of God. Amen? Did you receive something from the Lord? Amen. Father, we thank you. We pray that the word that we receive, Lord, we will keep it in our hearts. And that through this way, we will move forward. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.